Hello and welcome to No Earthly Reason with Jody and Marsha. We are just two ladies that have curiosity about things that have no earthly reason. During this podcast series, we are discussing Marsha's new book, Transcending the Heart, When God Sent Me the Ghost, chapter by chapter, a story about paranormal investigation set in the spirited town of Bellbrook. We began the series introducing ourselves and why Marcia wrote the book. Our last episode was about the history of Bellbrook with local historian Steve Berryhill, and I must add, my high school math teacher. Today, we are discussing Marcia's most frightening investigation in Chapter 1 with her friend Lisa Greenwood, who accompanied Marcia on this particular adventure. <laughs> so, Lisa, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Yes. This is so fun. Yes. Um, so just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am what you call an empath medium. I am a good friend of Marsha's. How long ago did we meet? Hi, eight years ago? Eight, nine? I think it's longer. We've been in the house 20 years. So I think it's... But, but your house was done. Yeah, maybe a decade. Well, they were working on the house, and that's how I met you, though. Yeah. Okay, it's been a while. (laughs) So she had a friend that was on your team, and her husband was part of the contractors to our house. And somebody, uh, I can't remember, who was it that put it together? A a mutual friend. My cousin. is My cousin Mm -hmm. was... The supervisor on your remodeling right. job. Yeah, that's right. And the, and the odd thing was, the odd connection was, he worked for the company mm. that my father started. Mm. <clears throat> and so it was sort of like one of those small world scenarios. Yeah. Like a 360 circle. Yes, 100%. Lee. So she, her husband asked, is your house haunted? And I said, well, yes, but everything's a little haunted. And so she said, you have to talk to my friend, Marsha, who does paranormal investigations. And so that's where it started. Yeah, our relationship together, which is so fun. As I remember it was that your construction workers were reporting to my cousin. Oh, they would see stuff on the outside (laughs) of the window. They would see people looking out and it wasn't me. Yeah. So where um, was your, where's the location? Uh, We actually live in Jonathan Winter's grandparents' home. So we're approaching 100 years old. Uh, The 1850 cabin, of course, is much older. But, yeah, there's a lot of history there, for sure. Yeah, a lot of crazy stories. I'm sure. Well, um, we're happy to have you today. Thank you, Jody. And we will be doing episode three of the podcast, No Earthly Reason, So basically, um, I had the opportunity to read chapter one, and if you know me very well, I'm all over the place, but I literally, like, couldn't get through it fast enough. It was scary. So tell me about Lillian. Like, when you first walked in, well, and then the storm started, Well, just tell me about what were you thinking? Let's back up a little bit. Okay. Let's back up to how this investigation became possible in the first place. Perfect. Everything is, in my book, is surrounded by Bellbrook, Mm -hmm. and this is no exception. Mm -hmm. Although this house was not actually located in Bellbrook, 
Lillian was an elderly woman, was having problems. She had a ghost in her house, and she had been reading how haunted the city of Bellbrook was. So she called the Historical Museum. That's right. And left a message, says, I need help. She needs a ghostbuster. (laughs) Can you give give me the name of a ghost hunter? And, of course, Steve Berryhill got the message from the trustee, Mm -hmm. and he says, oh, give it to Marsha. So I got the phone call. I got the name, the number. I called the woman. She's 90 years old. It sounded so harmless enough, and I recruited Lisa uh, to go with me. So going to Lillian's, walking up to her door, knocking, she opens the door. What what was your initial feeling? Um, What happened? She looked crippled, like she was on a cane and all humped over, but... When we took a couple steps in, we almost, like, I almost had to go back out. There was cat urine oh. so bad. And she had, upon when we walked in, started closing the curtains. And I think you and I kind of side glanced at each other like, hmm, that's weird. Mm-hmm. She was just closing all the curtains. Well, at first, um, how, that, how that came about was we knocked on the door. Now... We thought this is going to be just, we're going to help this little old lady. Mm-hmm. This it's all innocent. We were doing innocent. good. Yeah, we were out to do good. But on the drive over, I picked <clears throat> Lisa up, and we were on our way over to Lillian's house. Mm-hmm. And we sort of just kind of talk over uh, our game plan and, and things like that. And we usually say a prayer uh, of yeah. protection. But that day... We never prayed, did we? We well, we were like yeah. we were catching up Lots and talking about this and so that. So we yeah. missed that part. And on the drive over, now the weather was just supposed to be a nice, beautiful day in the seventies, mm-hmm. sunny all day. And as we're driving across town, we see these storm clouds sort of following us. Yeah, and we got sprinkled on just a little right. bit, and we pull into the driveway. And we basically hit the window of zero wind gusts, zero rain, pulled in, got our equipment into the house. And a bunch of energy started happening. And within 12 minutes, 35 mile an hour wind gusts, pouring down rain, lightning, thunder. It was crazy. It shook the walls of the house. And, And Lisa and I looked at each other like, what What's have we gotten ourselves into? Well, and one of the first things, well, you put your recorder down. Thank goodness you did that. But she just appeared to be this very old woman that was crippled up. and But soon the wheels on the bus started coming off because she started transforming into something else. And one of the things that we noticed right away is there was a cabinet on the wall that had keys in it Mm -hmm. that she opened up and that's what she locked the doors from the outside each right like all the doors even within the house were locked oh all all of it it was a pretty tiny house from the inside yes and she's kind of agitated she kind of was seemed a little agitated a little bit but Mm -hmm. still sweet you know that cat though but I mean I was still like I don't know if I can do this I mean it I don't know how we stayed that long. So the storm came, mm-hmm. and it 
sort of shook you a little bit just because all the energy started really yeah. flowing. Yeah. What did you do next? What was your next Well, step? actually, the storm hit. It was like the perfect storm timing-wise. Yes. Because as I started recording with my recorder right next to her chair, mm-hmm. she had a cane, <coughs> and she went into the one of the bedrooms that she used as a den, it's her TV room, mm-hmm. had two recliners and a very small little couch. Little house. And she went to turn off the TV. And... We'd oh. already gotten a sign <laughs> that time. something yeah. something is off. Right. But, you know, it's still a little We're old lady. We're still trying to help her at this point. Even so though. she calls us yeah. into the room. And I didn't feel And good. we go in there, and she puts mm-hmm. her cane and leans it against the TV stand. And like she didn't need it anymore? No, because oh. she was going to reach over, and she she had these giant recliners, and they were old. And they had a round bottom the that attached yep. that attached to a, mm-hmm. a stand, and she very gently reached over and pulled back the back of the recliner so and we, we could like, look. And they're super heavy. Mm-hmm. Like if you've ever lo- moved those, right. they are so heavy. She just went like it was no problem. Well, she goes, "Look what the ghost did!" And we look, and we don't think a thing of it. You know, oh yeah, the screws have come loose. And that's when she got agitated. She started getting pissed. She got agitated because we didn't take it very seriously. So she was talking that the recliner had the screws out of it, and she did that? Well, the ghost, and and she was saying to us, because we're trying to figure things out, like when we get to an investigation, like my job is to find what I can if it's there. And sometimes we've done readings where there's nothing there, and this is a good case in point, but... There was some, it was, it was crazy because you could feel something wasn't wrong, was wrong, um, but she was claiming that the ghost was stealing the screws to the bottom of the recliner, and she had said that, I think there was another base that had stole or something like that. There, oh, there was a lot. There's but the wheels started coming off the bus, and yeah. we're just like. But what she did was when she saw our non-reaction, mm-hmm. she got angry. She got mad. Mm-hmm. And. 90-year-old woman picked up that heavy recliner, picked it up, showed us the bottom of it, and she goes... We're like this, like... Do you see those four holes? That's where the screws went. The ghost took out the screws. And... She and I keep (laughs) side-eyeing each other. And Lisa's happening. Let's get out! Yeah. And, And we go... Oh, we're so sorry, Lily. Yeah. And that's her nickname, Lily. Yes. Yeah. And and she puts the chair down, and just at that moment is when the, the sky opened mm-hmm. up, yep. and the lightning and the thunder happened. It was it was like a horror movie. It was. Yeah. And it we're was in that so little bedroom. Intensely. It was so intense. do you remember we yeah. ducked? Yeah. <laughs> we're well, in the, the house. The booming was like, God, you know, I'm when dying. It, when it rattles yes. the windows. And I, at one point, I was probably on your back and in your arms, <laughs> and like hiding behind you because I'm a big chicken. So <laughs> when we got our composure, Lily was gone. Mm-hmm. She had scampered. In that well, I noticed she kept like almost disappearing from room to room. Scampering. Yes. Yeah. So. So that happened. So she's gone. What was your next move? Like, what did you do next? I think we went into the, we stayed in, well, she got her list out. But then we start going towards the kitchen. That's where we saw the knife on the counter. There was a knife on the counter. She she sees that the police have been there. 
So now the wheels on in our head are going, oh, my God. And then I think either you asked at some point what happened to your husband. And she says he hurt his head, basically. And we're like, skull fracture. And we're yes. like, oh my God, she killed her husband. Like, we're going down that hit, that hole. <laughs> we're going down yeah, the rabbit we're, hole. We're going <laughs> down the, the, but her behavior was just frightening. And the moods changed almost like there was a bunch of different people in that little body. But the way she just discarded that cane at that point, she wasn't humped over anymore. She was standing more erect. The cane was gone. Good it's Lord. like she had this superhuman energy. For a few moments. And then the creepy cat. Remember the creepy cat? It was almost like, I don't know. It was just wrong. So you come back out then. Mm -hmm. You notice a knife on the table. What is Lily doing at this point? Like, what is your next steps into your investigation? She talked about the gun. No, not quite yet. Um, Was it when we did? Because you end up downstairs, but what happened before all of that? She sat down on her recliner in the living Uh room. All of a sudden, she got tired, Mm -hmm. and she's sitting, you know, right next to the table that had my digital recorder on it. The creepy cat. And Lisa and I walked into the the den uh, to check on something. Because we are still trying. Can you believe it? We are still trying. Yeah, we're still on it. Because I'm like, okay, well, maybe there's something in here, but... mm -mm. Like, you just haven't found it yet. No. And this is when I found out later that she was actually sitting in her chair talking to herself, which is being picked up on my digital recorder. Yes, I got that. So um, she comes out, we come out. Scary. And she's tired. And I think we've already worn this woman out. Mm -hmm. We're thinking, I've already set up an expensive camcorder, some equipment. We really wanted just to grab it and go. We Mm -hmm. wanted to cut bait and get out. But, (laughs) you know, we got to thinking, oh, come on. Now we're just overthinking it. This is how people get kidnapped. By the way, if anybody's listening, if your intuition says it's not right. It's not right. It is not right. God gives gives that to keep us alive. But we did not listen to our intuition. But see, the story was, which we sort of skipped around it, her story was, she had a ghost that lived in the basement, mm-hmm. and the ghost would take things from her and then replace them later with things she didn't want, mm-hmm. such as, that's when she was telling us, she took fift- he took 15 of my good blouses and replaced them with cheap ones, took my six-foot ladder and replaced it with an 18-foot ladder. And then she goes, what would a ghost do with a ladder so big? And we're just like... And then she says, and this is what... Then she says, this is what got my attention. Then the ghost took my gun. Yes. And I go, That's where the your hair on gun? The back, that's where the hair on <laughs> so, our, the back of our head went up. We're so like, danger, all, danger. Yeah, all of that's like mm-hmm. happening. Oh, no cell phone. Our cell phones are, mine is in the car. Hers is in her purse. Was it in the purse or the car too? I can't remember where you're. No, mine was in the purse. Oh. We had no protection. Um. So, um. I know there's, like, the parts about the keys. All of her doors inside her building, you locked them from inside her house. So how did you... Like, bedrooms. She would lock... Even the bathroom, she she could lock lock people in. She could lock anybody in. So that was our first, like, okay, that is not good. Yeah. So how did you end up downstairs? (laughs) I don't know. What were we thinking? What were we thinking? I was going to ask. What were we thinking? But we did. You actually, because I was really 
I mean, believe it, I mean, I see ghosts all the time, but I get scared too. And I do cuffs a lot, but um, <laughs> I fear. I made you go first. Yes, I you, did. you always do. I do. I always do. I'm like, <laughs> you go first. Okay, so what, but did Lily not, did she follow you down then? No. First? No. Oh. But um, we, we thought we heard some knocking. That she, like she explained. Yeah, she kept like, saying there was Help. knocking coming from downstairs. Yes. There's probably somebody locked That's in a closet somewhere. Well, that was what I thought. Well, so she, well, yeah. She gave us the keys. She had two rooms downstairs locked with a key. Mm-hmm. And she actually gave us the key. And before we went downstairs is when she told us how three years before she had fallen down the stairs. And the risers were weird. Were they high? I think they were high risers. It was a very steep. So I kind of had to walk sideways because I'm thinking. If she's down there carrying laundry. Yeah, she's going to push us down these steps. It would be very easy to to fall down those Mm. stairs. Mm -hmm. But she stood at the top of the stairs. See, I was sort of like what you were thinking, like Jody. she was waiting for us to see something. I'm always wondering, is there some poor soul in need of our help? And yeah. would, is somebody locked in that room God. in the basement? I, 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 <laughs> I still say there was something behind there. I still stand behind there was something. But, the see, I'm starting to make myself stutter because I'm like so worked up. The house cleaner, she was telling us about the housekeeper that went missing or she hadn't come back. But the weird part about the basement, we should say, is it was set up as a little house. It had a kitchen, but the basement windows were glass blocks. So I was thinking, girlfriend, get on my shoulders. I'll push you through and then you pull me up. But We couldn't have fit. No, we'd be like Pooh Bear in the honey jar. You couldn't get through. And then the only way up was out. But that door, because you finally summoned, didn't you? And it was locked. Did you? Because I was like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. It's bad. And she went and it's locked up. Why would you in your home lock a supply closet? I don't. We were, just like I said in the book, we were more brave than sensible. Because this definitely was not sensible. We were ding-dongs. I don't know what we We both had husbands, children, grandchildren, and there we were in that basement. Right, and so you, because this is in the book, like you get to the basement, and um, Mm -hmm. like what did you see? Oh, my gosh. What did we see? Well, I screamed. It's like a studio apartment down there. Okay, oh, so we should mention the recliner. That she was kind of worked up about, she could see feet in that recliner. The not, ghost was sitting in yeah, the recliner. And he was so haunt her. Did she come all the way down with you? No. She stood at the top of the stairs. And was saying stuff. And yeah. she looked through the door. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And she then, did. and she would say, she put towels on all her it furniture. Was like Silence of the Lambs. I mean, I was getting ready to be handed a tube of lotion. Like, get in. I was scared. And she'll, she'd say, if the towels aren't smooth, the ghost has been sitting there. Well, the towels were not smooth. Or she would say you could see the legs reclined out. Like. She said the ghost took the parts of the treadmill off. There was a treadmill there. It was perfectly fine. Yeah. She had a card table with a jigsaw puzzle half done with two chairs. She had a miniature kitchen with a refrigerator. No, it was scary. And I was so, so almost, I was ready to open the refrigerator door. Oh. If it was full of food, I knew we were in trouble. Oh, yeah, because we were going to be eating. But I, I didn't open because yeah. what if it was full of body <laughs> parts? <laughs> no, I mean, the fact that she was so, st- I mean, those lazy boys, especially the old are ones. Are so heavy. They, mm-hmm. they, they weigh are. a ton. Mm-hmm. And for her to set the cane down, like, okay. And, and it's almost like she forgot she was supposed to. She came so, to the door, yeah. so 
Jody, we are all the way over on one side of the basement, and then we turn around and we spy clear across the room these two tiny rocking chairs. Oh, she wore me like a hat. Like with I these, went right on her back. With these <laughs> I did. old composite dolls, cracked faces. Yes. And their little chairs sitting. And there's like, two side like, by in matching. And their little hands, they're just sitting in the chairs like. Staring at you. Yeah. Now, Lisa, she <laughs> oh, immediately, yeah. she immediately said yeah. something. And I actually had to change the word in my book. In the book, it says, what the hell is that? <laughs> No, I did. I was like, what the hell is that? Who has that in their basement? That wasn't the word you used. That's like night. I know, that's not my favorite word. That's our cleaned up word. That's that's the cleaner version. And she very gently takes that out. Okay, so so you see that and then what, like you couldn't get up the steps fast enough? Or what happened next? Actually, at that moment, because where was Lily? Didn't she kind of disappear again? Well, in a minute, she did. She did. Yeah. Now, here's mm-hmm. what we're doing. We're looking at these dolls. Uh-huh. We now see um, there's a half bath. There's a kitchen. There's a refrigerator. There's things to do. You can't escape. Then we see the dolls. And up on the, t- on the shelf next to the doll was in a glass jar a fake alien. <laughs> and we had no idea what that was about. No, we were on high alert. We were like, we need to get out of, like. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, and at the exact same time, we looked at each other, and we looked up the steps, like, and we couldn't see Lily. She was no. gone. And we both looked at each other and said, the gun is in yeah. the house. Oh. Well, the police, The I don't know if I'm getting too far ahead. The police, when you looked up the records, after we, I mean, we are so, like, freaked out. The police had been there to look for the gun and couldn't find the gun. So the police had been called 13 times about this ghost. And honestly, she could have, I was thinking she's going to shoot us because she's going to say we're intruders or because when we came to the door, she says, what do you want? Or yeah, she acted like she didn't know. Yeah. And you're like, Hey, I'm Marsha, blah, blah, blah. And then that's when she was still the crippled up old lady. I mean, Yeah. There's layers to the story for sure. Mm-hmm. The interesting part was when we were in the kitchen, I think. I think at this point, we're trying to extract ourselves. Right, so like you are up from the basement now, and then you're in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. but when we came up. With a knife. I yeah. do remember now. I wasn't sure, but I was the first one up. Yeah. Because I saw Lily standing a, a, across the kitchen in one of her kitchen drawers, she was getting ready to take something out of a paper bag. Mm-hmm. And when we came up and she heard us, she stuffed whatever it was back in, rolled it up, and shoved so the drawer closed. So we don't closed. know if it was the gun. We're, we're surmising that it was the gun because of how just kind of irritable she was at this point. Not happy with that we're not. I mean, the list for the ghosts, that the stuff they've stolen. Uh-huh. It was like I thousands mean, of dollars. I, I, how can I say this very gingerly? Because, I, I mean, I know mental illness is, you know, I have great compassion for that. Right. But there was a little part of me that was giggling because of how detailed it was, how much the shirt was, whether it was pressed or where it was from. The ghost even took meat out of the freezer. It took hamburger mm-hmm. or steak. Was it steak mm-hmm. or something like something. that? Well, and yeah. then it's just interesting, too, how she would get you distracted somewhere and then she would disappear from you again. Actually, See, we should have taken her. She would have kept us safe. <laughs> She'd be like, girls, get out. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Well, this is one reason 
you go in numbers to something like this. Yeah. You never do these yeah. things by yourself. Well, we never. changed protocol for us a little bit. I mean, we'd never be without our cell phone. I don't think like that again. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, when we went down the basement, I did have my cell phone. Because remember, I was taking pictures. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So we, at least yeah. we had that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but they'd never find us. I didn't memorize the address. Well, Travis, I mean, he would never have known where I was. Yeah. Yeah. That oh my a, gosh. You know, we changed our protocol. You know, you know what? Well, After this was over, we changed our protocol. Did. But you know what? Our protocol was hide in the closet, don't come well, out. But you could have <laughs> we if went you to, had your phone. Yeah. Yeah. And the police had already been there like thirteen times. <laughs> Maybe they would have uh, like, pinged if you would have said I'm in this Lily crazy again. Lady yeah. Lily's house. Lady Lily is they would know where to come. For a gun. Hopefully. Well we were so <laughs> ramped up and freaked out. When we got in the car, I said, I can't, we can't go home like this. So we actually drove to a parking lot, I think, didn't we? Well, first I and went the wrong way, and yeah. we t I turned around. Oh, you had to go back by her house. And then we had to go yes. back by her house, yeah. and we saw her peering out of true, her, true story. her blinds. Yeah, because yes. she had closed them all. That was kind of like... Yes. We had we again, had to debrief before, each other, yeah. and we sort of hit each other over the head with a wet noodle. Yeah. And... We, we were frightened. Okay, we were. So we were. The freak back, factor though. was very high. So yeah. you're still in her kitchen. Yeah. And then you're not sure what, because she kept disappearing. So you feel like maybe she was shoving something back in this bag you weren't supposed to see, obviously. What, like, happened next? How did you get out of her house? Oh, she started talking to her, like, oh, your family's with you. But this is... Um, yeah. This is when then she started telling us, and I have yeah. this all recorded. Yeah, uh, I went in and started packing up the equipment uh, in we the living room. But we this is bait. when yeah. this is when we brought yeah. up about the dolls in the basement, and yeah. she told us she had given birth to twins who died at birth. Yes, but then remember she was talking about the neighbor kids, and they lived with her. One boy. Yeah, and I'm like, did you steal that boy? You know, you have to wonder because of how the boy just came down to visit mm. and they had a code. If if the blinds are down and the curtains are closed, don't knock on the door. Well, when we got there, her blinds were open and her curtains were open. But and once the storm them. hit, she closed they were them. everything. That's the I, to me. <clears throat> I can't imagine having a guest come over in your home. And the first thing you do is close the blinds. I mean, then like, I was like, want to invite well, me, she right? doesn't want the neighbors to see her kill us. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. She doesn't want anybody to see him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then what did I'm you like, reveal once you listened to the recording again? Can you share what you revealed her uh, secret? My blood, my blood about Same. left my body. Yes. In regards, because you kept asking, I feel like, about her husband or something. We, we have come to the conclusion she played a role in the demise of her husband, 100%. who died of a skull fracture. Of a head mm -hmm. injury. Um, you know, she had twin boys that died at birth. Um, she gave us detailed information about things the ghost did mm -hmm. and was having sex with a young woman. This is in, the point where I'm like, holy moly. Like she in the front like, bedroom. Oh, and she'd have to go clean, clean up the sheets. And I'm like. Chuck, please, like, let's, so, let's go now. So yeah. this was, I mean, Jody, this is over the top in so many yeah. ways. And those creepy Paranormal. <laughs> I don't think that even qualifies. Para, it was para scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was. That was no, but no we ghost. Went, we there left, was no ghost in we, there. We finally left the house. Mm -hmm. 
and I just threw stuff. I didn't even turn the equipment off. I just threw it in the cases. Like, and, get out of here. And, and we grabbed it. I didn't even take my tripod down. Mm-hmm. I went out the door, tripod, oh my fully God, extended. Hysterical. Well, we were like Jesus walking on water going up those steps. We were like, <sighs> and I might have been on your back, maybe. Like, <laughs> like yeah. get me out of like, here. Like that, yeah. <laughs> like, you're not leaving me down here. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. And, you, you know, normally, like, and we've investigated long enough that it doesn't take me very long to find whatever's there. But that one, or I, sense it at least, like probably immediately. I think whatever ghost there was, was nothing. There. Yes, well, I think I the ghost, if there ever was, they had to leave because they were scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, we're getting out of Lily's house. That. Let's go next door. They seem nicer. Yeah. Now here's but. the thing: we left. We saw her peeking out. Mm-hmm. We. Ah. I think we went to a drive-thru, got some coffee, we went to a park, we sat, and we debriefed. I mean, we we were, Jody, we were freaked out. We, I mean, like, we were, we, we, and this was how it was. Oh, my God, did you see? Oh, yes, I did. Oh, my God. Well, you probably had to remind each other of things that happened because it was happening happening so quickly, and it was so, like, absurd. It was like not what you were expecting. It was a roller coaster ride. So you probably helped, like, oh, my gosh, that did happen. Oh, my gosh. So I take her home. Yeah. And it takes her a couple days to recover. And I go home and... Which is normal. And, yeah. by, and by this time, I could have went to bed, but I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. w- this went on all afternoon, all, you know, into the evening. So I decided, okay, I'm going to <laughs> upload my photos. I'm going to upload the video. And I'm going to upload the audio to my computer right. system. And I'm starting, the adrenaline is starting to, to, to drop. And I'm sitting there, and I have headphones on, and I'm listening. And we're just a few minutes in to her sitting in her chair when I heard her say, I murdered. Mm -hmm. I just got chills, yeah. She called me, and I was like, what? Yeah, we're, and then we were like, we knew it. But but she never said, like, who or what or whatever. But clear yes concise you yes she was admitting that she murders yeah yeah and just for clarification for anybody that's watching the podcast lily is a made-up name it really was not her name so we just want to make sure that we're not and she's deceased yes yes oh gosh let me tell you she's deceased when i wrote when i wrote the book Mm -hmm. um it was several years after this investigation yeah and it was in my repertoire. Mm-hmm. Now that we survived it, <laughs> and mean. although Lily would call me about <laughs> once a year, and I would never take her call. Oh, I was like, yeah, I, I was no, like, you need to separate no. church yes. from state. And like, after, after, <laughs> yeah. after two or three calls, she stopped calling. This investigation was going to be a chapter, that's for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And then I got yeah. to thinking, and I thought, let's make that the first story to grab yeah. people's interest, mm-hmm. how can you not share something, grab someone's attention by the most frightening experience you've ever had in your life? Well, I mean, Scariest I'm going to be super honest. I have a hard time sitting and reading something like from beginning to end in like one. And I don't you care. didn't put it down. I don't care if it's short, yeah. long, what it is, because my mind just never stops. I'm yeah. just being transparent here. Well, that's a beautiful thing, though. I literally like I like I couldn't get it fast enough. Like I kept wanting to know, like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen now? Like, is oh, Marsha and Lisa still alive? There's a lock there. Why? Like, what are they yeah. going to discover when they go there? Like, yeah. I just kept wanting to know what like the next happening was. Well, I still think there was something bad behind that door. And I, I 
Yeah. But when I, I when I that. was um, starting my publisher search, mm-hmm. um, that was Lily's story, and that investigation yeah. was my sample chapter. Mm. And uh, I sent it to uh, Sarah at Orange Fraser Pub Press. It's uh, up in Wilmington somewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they do sports, Ohio type. They don't oh, do yeah. these type of books. Right. But Sarah called me and, and said, Marsha, I'm sorry we don't publish these types of books she says but i want to read it when you get it published (laughs) let me know i want to read the book so so good (laughs) and and everybody is like it's so good you had to get out of that basement why did you go in the basement Um, you know to this day that's how people get kidnapped i looking back on it it, there was all the makings for us never to come out of that basement again because we were just we realized we were so vulnerable what are we going to do so i that i was actually going to ask that so like after you've got out of there and you were you made it out alive like and you reflect back and like you share like this happened or oh did you see this and then you start reflecting like what do you really think um lily's intentions were that day uh totally mentally ill well 100 um but i think in her head i think she you know because of her mental illness believed this was all going on Right. She actually said that a ghost broke through the bedroom window and was going to steal something. I don't know why. Came through her bedroom mm-hmm. wall. Mm-hmm. I think it was something traumatically happened. I, I think so the story. I think the story she was telling us about the man, the ghost, yes. and and the and the young mm-hmm. woman something having sex. Her. Yeah. I think that was something her reality. That to her. I think yeah. she yeah. did that against her will. I think mm-hmm. she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. They got married. And yeah. she held this resentment. Her babies died at birth, mm-hmm. and she and there she is married to this man. And so now, you know, yeah. she agree. isn't here anymore, obviously. And obviously the police who, local police were called there several times, but they know lots about her place. Yeah. Have you ever heard or discovered any, like, true facts about anything that happened there, mm. or you just don't know? No, I, and I actually thought about it, Jody, mm-hmm. yeah. but there comes a point you know, you just, you just have let to go. let it go. Yeah, you can get in too deep, I think, and that was such an emotionally uh, yucky. And and for me, like normally when I go in to read, and you know, when you're a spirit or a ghost, you know, a, a ghost is, in my opinion, someone that not necessarily knows they're dead, or they are their timelines messed up, or you know, they have some unfinished business per se. A spirit can come and go, you know, like your son. You know, he's where he needs to be, but he comes back, checks everybody out, makes sure everybody's okay, and I've gotten messages from him. But I think in her case, that was just not good for us. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was not good for us. I'd no. rather read spirits, ghosts, whatever, even the grumpy ones that try to hurt us a little bit. And not be part of that. <laughs> not be part of that because he just yeah. kind of came away feeling yucky, like it was mm-hmm. – you were almost in, and for somebody that is an empath and a medium, you're reading people's energy even when you don't even know it. You're reading their energy, and so you're absorbing that like a sponge. Yeah. That's the hard, That was the hard part for me is because I felt like I took some of that with, with me, you. and I had to work on getting mm-hmm. that back out. Yeah, Because wow. living energy is the same as when you pass. We're all energy. Mm-hmm. We are all energy. So Now, wow. I did change the name. 
I have no problem saying what her first name is now. Yeah. It was actually Rose. Mm. Yeah. I kept it a flower name. Which is a sweet name for such a lady. <laughs> yes, it is. She for did not fit Rose. She she did not fit Rose. For such an interesting Maybe Helga lady. or something yeah. like that. But, but what she had yeah. told us when we were there, she says her doctor, she was 90, mm-hmm. and she said uh, her doctor told her she had four mm-hmm. years left, mm-hmm. and she died at 93. But yeah. as I was going through oh. the publishing process, I took a year off. I, mm-hmm. I stepped back. I was reevaluating. Because putting yourself out there like that, you got to really be ready and, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and to think about it. Yeah. Well, once a year, I would check the obituaries for her real oh, name. Wow. <laughs> she, she really, really was tagging at no, you. Like. She really did because she yeah. would call and go, well, you know. I, and then uh-huh. when she did die, you go, okay, she's she's." She, I found her I obituary. Like, okay. And this is what's kind of sad. Yeah. But I found her obituary online five months before my book published. Oh, wow. So it was like a woo moment. Wow. So did in her obituary, did she have family current or around? or so. Just what? from talking to her, I knew she had nothing but nieces and nephews mm-hmm. from her husband's side. But so did her obituary there, indicate that then? No. Or? Her obituary was, was one sentence long. Yeah, it's so her sad. Her name passed away on this date. Yeah. Services by the name of the, that was it. That was her obituary. Now, going through this process Mm -hmm. over the years, I did find her husband's obituary. And it was a very long and very nice obituary. But hers was one. She died by a head blunt head trauma (laughs) or something. We were, when she said that, well, we were like, I I know how it happened. Yeah. She, I think, had a hand, because she was talking about the driveway. Do you remember? And I'm like, oh, my God, she pushed him off a ladder. Yeah. And he kept falling down and hitting his head in the same place every time. She (laughs) did say that. And she she talks about how the ghost stole her the ladder. Yeah. And why would a ghost need a ladder that high to do something? I mean, it kind of like goes back full circle to something did happen Now, where the beef and the lazy boy come, I don't know where that... Yeah. But they apparently he stole clothes. Yeah. And I and I did finally find the cleaning lady. You you did. I remember that. Oh this. my gosh. Yeah. And, yeah. and and I'm waiting. <laughs> and I, I called her and Are you still alive? Yeah. And Are you in the refrigerator in the basement? <laughs> and she said she said, Rose told me to expect your call, but she didn't tell me why and I have no idea why you want to talk to me. And uh, she says Oh, I don't know. Uh Actually, this was through voicemails. We were leaving voicemails. Yeah. Oh. So I never actually got to personally talk oh. to her. Yeah. And after a couple of these, and she had no idea what was going on, <laughs> and I decided to, to let her go. Just well, let it rest. Weird. Well, I, again, but she it's was okay. not a good feeling to carry around. We try to. Yeah. That's why we, well. You have to detach from it. She'll sage the living dickens out of us. Yeah, because I've taken them home before with me, which is not a great thing to do. Yeah. So now we have a a big practice of that. Yeah. And if you remember, Steve Berryhill, our last guest, Mm -hmm. uh, is the one that provided me this phone number. Yes. And so I called Steve Berryhill after this was all over and a week had passed. And knowing that his children and he has friends that might engage in such activities... 
I wanted to warn him, don't pass this on to your kids. To anyone. I called him, and he was on vacation. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was in one of the Carolinas. And and I said, Steve, don't give that number to anybody else. Mm -hmm. And he says, why? And I said, well, we almost didn't make it out alive. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I said we she we feared we feared for our lives and she has a gun in the house. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Oh, I'm so sorry. You almost got shot." Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Well, <laughs> Thanks normally, for the information, Marsha. she's never scared. Like I don't think I've ever seen you scared. Like and we've been, oh, I, like when, when I we went started. to Post Town, when we went to Post Town, I was cussing every other word cuz I I mean, I would see <laughs> She's the, my new best friend. The shot, the shadow people go across and I'd be like, "Yeah!" And but like Lisa, what I learned, I, I used scared, to, but we were scared. Yeah. I used to be the biggest scaredy cat, and then I became fearless when I really think I should have been more fearful. Yeah, because you don't. I, right I in. think yeah. I think it. I put myself in compromising situations from time yeah. to time. I would, but I, I think I you can't prepare yourself. You probably. I mean, you were thinking you're going to go ghost hunting and investigate something. It turned out to be a completely different situation. And well, you probably didn't have time. You didn't have time to even prepare. But true, as Lisa said, yeah, you've now because of that situation moving forward, you've put different protocols in place. Like you know, I'm never leaving my cell phone in the car again. Yeah, I'm. You know, you now you know and what we could tell I carry mace. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Well, yeah. I've got the other thing if you need that. So yeah. So I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying you did learn something from it, and now you're probably going to be more cautious. Yeah. I mean, well, there and I learned something too. I didn't do this again for a long time. Right. <laughs> Honestly, we laid it. I know for me, like usually on a normal, this was for different reasons. But when I'm reading, it it how can they say this? It takes something out of you. Like mm. it's really hard. It's exhausting. And it's personal. By yeah. the way, I didn't want to be this way. Like I was born this way. My sisters are this way. My own children are this way. My mm-hmm. grandchildren have some of this. And my dad is this way. Mm-hmm. We've, I mean, I've never, she can attest. Like it took you a little bit to say, do you want to go do this with me? Um, but with saying that, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> But you know, one thing that that really but kind it of piqued, out, yeah. piqued your interest was yeah uh, when we investigated your house. You know, and which is chapter twelve. Yeah, I, and I <laughs> more to that, come. That was great because I think if anybody that's wired like this and you have just seen it all, you have some quirks. Mm-hmm. You know, some things that you know that are worrisome to you because you're kind of inundated. But also with living people too, like I'm. I have to actively turn that off mm-hmm. or when I go to the grocery store. And normally there's somebody that will find me because I think people just know. They I think, gravitate to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And somebody before I leave, like my husband jokes about it, he goes, somebody will be telling you their very worst things that ever happened to you in their life. Like energy. they needed somebody. They're comfortable. They fe- they sense They that. must. And yeah. I always, you know, I'll touch them and say, I'm so sorry that happened to you and you're going to be okay. And mm-hmm. I mean, they don't know I'm this way, but. Yeah. Um, but part of the thing for us when mm-hmm. we met was yeah. you were sharing with me yeah and you were fra- you were afraid you I'm, were frightened you, yeah i'm still afraid to some <clears throat> point to be honest but and that's why yeah. i invited you to come along yeah. with me she did because i wanted you to see that yeah. it's not so fearful yeah and that's and, what and i love really, about her book and a lot and a yeah. lot of it is is that we are there to help people Yes. We're not out there in it for and the we gig. Have, no, I've never I've taken a, a penny for any of it. you did yeah. take somebody with you. 
Yeah. Wow. Well, we had a whole team. Yeah. We we never oh. never went alone. Okay. Post home though that mm-hmm. one. Oh Lord, that one right. scared me bad. But in Bellbrook, we've had so many crazy experiences. And Lord. she's she's been in, mm-hmm. on some investigations with me in Bellbrook that are not mm-hmm. in the book. Oh. I had to stop book somewhere, two. or the book would never have been finished. Oh, right. Book two. So maybe yeah. <laughs> I'm making you do it. Yep, yeah, we've honest. had some pretty grand experiences for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, um, the I guess if anybody else is, has this or is experiencing these things, just think of it as energy. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, people often ask, "Are they different on the other side?" And they say, "No, you're the same way. Your energies. If you were kind of a jerk, you're probably still going to be a jerk. <laughs> if you're a sweet little lady, you're probably still going to be a sweet lady." Mm-hmm. And so. That's what makes it easier for me because I'm reading them just like I would a human. Mm-hmm. I mean, a living human. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and someone one thing that's living. That I made a point of uh, once I got the hang of this and I realized, you know, that this stuff is really real mm-hmm. and I've documented some of it, is that I never wanted to investigate with somebody that did not believe in God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, You'd, Jesus is my boy. Mm-hmm. Mine he too. Is, he is my boy. Yeah, I love Jesus. No, and, and, and we, we always do, pray. And we except don't do at Rose's house, we <laughs> forgot to pray. But I will say this: there about, you go. No. About you and I, the moment, and I can say this for myself, but you as well, the moment we would feel anything evil, we're out. Mm-hmm. We don't do that stuff. Yeah, that's not our gig. We're yeah. just trying to help people. Yeah, and if we can't help, we're gone. Right. It's like yeah. putting a jigsaw puzzle together. Uh, they want to. They want your help, and I think the moment they think somebody can see them, or they, then they're it's on, you know. But and um, then you have your occasional crazy person. He, I mean, he though <laughs> I will. Yeah, you're great. Name Lily. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and I think for that story, we were all kind of gunned up, at least for myself, and I know you as too. We're going in to find. We're trying to. S- solve this for this lady right she's to being, help her you want she's to help being her. tortured and it can be very scary um and she's all alone and so we are very compassionate about that that's how we ended up in the basement wasn't it <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean almost for a long time yeah. we we wanted <laughs> we to were. make yeah if she was hearing knocking in the basement we wanted to at least check it out for i her. mean she might really and be hearing great. knocking there might be somebody really down there i will say about her this is the journalist side of her you get to the bottom of it what it is Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always have great respect for that because we're like, let's go see if we can hear knocking. Yeah. Yeah. But and, then, and this isn't something for the lighthearted because um, it takes an extremely a long time. Well, it's mm-hmm. deep, too. Like and you have to deep. look up There's history and sometimes mm-hmm. house title records. and You mm-hmm. did that for our house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't know that. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. It was pretty amazing. Um, so well, you have to really have... It's like I said, you, you don't have to do be this. You're not in it for yeah. the gig. You no. got to be in it for the history. Yeah, yeah, and the help. Yes. Well, what about when all the layers? The guy that was pushing everybody down the steps. That's that didn't make the book either. That was also in Bellbrook. You but two. but it is on our ghost tour. It is that, <laughs> the, that or the museum ghost tour. That's where we tour. got pinched. Oh. We got my sister and I got pinched on the back, and oh. we were like, "What? Yeah, that would send that's me a right crazy story." Yeah. Is that on your ghost tour? Yeah. I got to come to your ghost tour. Well, it's not like mine. It's you the know. museums. Yeah. The, I just, yeah. I'm a tour guide for them. Mm-hmm. Well, the museum had activity in it, too. Oh, I'm when sure. we Well, went in there Steve, with you. Steve Berryhill, 
came to the conclusion, our last podcast, yes. that in his opinion, Bellbrook is haunted. Yes. Everywhere's haunted, but especially Bellbrook. Yeah. <laughs> I see them. And here's the funny thing. People are always like, do you see, do you see ghosts in the graveyard? And I'm like, no. You don't see them in the graveyard. You see them at the grocery store where there's living people. They're wanting that energy, you know. They're wanting to be around their people. Wow. Cemeteries but are a peaceful place of rest. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. You see them Supposed everywhere. Yeah. I don't like to see them in my bedroom. So any ghosts <laughs> listening, don't be coming. There is, we'll talk about this. There, I is, something over, like there is something in here, but mm. I'm sure you already know about that. All right, that's all we have time for today. We would like to thank Lisa for being our guest today and joining us. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's it's been been great. Um, Join us next time as we go into episode four of No Earthly Reason with Jody and Marsha. Thank you. Thanks.